This podcast is for September 24th, a King of Hearts and a Six of Hearts Day, which together make a Six of Clubs Day mathematically when we add those together. I'm doing this podcast a day late, which I've actually never done before. Um, I've only missed a few days of this podcast along the way in the past two and a half months since I started it. However, um, for none of those days have I gone back and actually done them. But I'm thinking that I might go back and do a few, and I especially wanted to come back and do today because of the number of really, really, really special people who were born on September 24th. Being a king of hearts is no easy feat. They and you, if you are a king of hearts, hold a lot of the weight of the world, of the love of the world on your shoulders. Since this is a symbology, a king means kind of what you would think it would mean. A king has to take care of the kingdom. A king has a lot of responsibility. A king has got to step up. A king is kind of lonely at the top because nobody else understands what it's like to be the king. And in this case, you kings are the kings of hearts, the king of love, the kings of emotion, the kings of relationships, of communities, of communion, of friendships, and of union, um, of children, and of youth, and of our connections emotionally with all beings. And so the king of hearts is, out of all the kings, the king of hearts is probably the the most nondescript, like they aren't always parading around like, I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king, as much as other kings might be. Um, however, the king of hearts, I believe the, the majority of them that I know, I feel always know within them that they are pretty special. And while the abolition of the ego requires us to understand that we are not special individually, but we are special because we are part of the collective and we are all one and that all of us are special and we are special for that reason. Um, I still maintain that, you know, each of us has our own plights in this life where, wherein we must deal with certain things as we go through life. And for the King of Hearts, what they've often got to go through is ruling emotion and being the leaders of emotional wellness um, and being rulers of their own emotion and the love of the whole, their whole community. Um, king represents taking a lot of responsibility and thus a king cannot really do their job unless they are stepping up to take responsibility. And so what the King of Hearts are charged with in this life, throughout their life, and what all of us are charged with on September 24th or October 22nd or November 20th or December 18th um, or the myriad of other days that we have in this year that are King of Hearts or in the year that are King of Hearts, all of us are charged with on King of Hearts days, really stepping up emotionally, really taking more charge of the way that we're acting um, emotionally, the way that we feel, the way that we um, act in our relationships with other people, what emotional things come forth, and how can you, you be a greater master of your emotional self and help others to be better masters of their emotional selves. That's really what the King of Hearts is all about, being a leader of love.
and teaching others how to love and really stepping up when it comes to love and through that stepping up when it comes to love, that is how you're teaching others about love. Um, hearts as a suit teach others through the way they make them feel, whereas clubs teach through the way that they make them think and diamonds teach through the way they make, through the things that they do for others or or with others or because of others. Um, we watch diamonds and we see what they do and that's how they teach us. We listen to clubs and we see what they make us think and that's how they teach us. But for hearts, they literally just pull on our emotional heartstrings. I'm a heart, though I'm the four of hearts. But a main way that I teach people is through the way that I make them feel. I tug on your heartstrings and make you feel something. And that is why I would think that people listen to me. I'm also a club. And so I also make you think. Um, but my my birth card, my first card is the four of hearts. And this really meant a lot to me to learn about. And I hope to you, king of hearts, it means a lot to you to understand that you teach people through the way that you make them feel. The way you pull on their heartstrings by how incredible of an emotional being you are that you make other people feel that emotional power too. You pull on their heartstrings so hard that they're just coming along with you. They're like, oh, pull me by my heartstrings. I love you so much. And with that being said, I would like to say a happy belated birthday and sorry that I'm a day late, but to these amazing people who are my Facebook friends whose birthday it was yesterday, who I love so much. Alexis Cradle, you are like the ultimate embodiment of the master of love. You are such a leader in so many of your communities, just watching the way and listening to and feeling the way that you interact with people, even through just social media. Um, and from the fact that we've known each other for such a long time, I always felt your love. I always felt so close to you and felt very inspired by you and could really see you back in high school when we were singing together. And now to watch how you are just on top of the world, getting your Master of Business Administration from your school in London and being the first black woman to do so. Congratulations. You're such a leader in your community in that way. You're like, look up, look at how you can step up and self-love for your dang self. You do that through your hair care company, teaching people to love themselves and to take better care of, of, of their hair, which our hair is such a big part of who we are. Um, also through your dresses that you make, you make dresses for people's homecomings and proms and their weddings. Your dresses are amazing. Talk about, oh my gosh, being a master of self-love. Like you just are that in so many ways. And I'm really thankful for you and the purpose that you serve in this life. Thank you so much for stepping up in the way that you do. I would also like to wish a happy belated birthday to my boy, Chap. You taught me a lot about love while you were my boss. And thank you for introducing me to the doors. I will never be able to thank you enough for that. Sloan, I love you so much. It's been a while since we've seen each other, sweetie. But happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Dan Abbott. You're such a wonderful musician and friend and boss and leader. Happy birthday to Lindsay Lawson. I love you so much. And happy birthday to... 
Mike Pellis and also Samantha Leary. I miss you so much. If you get the chance to listen to this, you are such a wonderful um, embodiment. I was so glad to see that you are this day, the King of Hearts and the Six of Hearts and also the Six of Clubs because you are just such a dear. And so to all of you and to everybody, anyone who's listening today or to anybody whose birthday it might be today, um, just one second. What is going on? Okay. So, um, so today is a double heart day. It is not only the King of Hearts day, but it's also a Six of Hearts day. So anybody who was born on today, you are a double heart. This means that you teach people by the way you make them feel doubly so. Because um, most people, I would say, our two main cards are usually different suits. Just like from a statistical probability point of view, you're more likely to be a heart and a club or a heart and a diamond or a heart and a spade than a heart and a heart. There's just not as many days where you can be a heart and a heart as you can be a heart and another suit. So hopefully that means a lot to you because you are someone who pulls on somebody's heartstrings all the more. You truly represent youth and community and love and relationships. And, and you see the world through the eyes of relationships. That is one of the defining factors of hearts. You see the world and you interact with the world through the way that you interact with people, through the way that you express love, through the way that you express emotion, through your relationships with your family, with your friends, with your peers, with your coworkers, with your community, you cannot help but do so. That is that is the plight of the heart. And I'm if I may include myself in this as I am a heart too, we operate through love. We see the world through these heart-shaped glasses where what is most important to us is other people and our relationships with them. But as the kings of hearts, as I said, kings have got to step up and they kind of are lonely at the top. They're the only ones who are the kings. And so y'all do have to be a lot more ambitious. You are naturally a lot more successful and a lot more individualistic and like self-oriented because you have got to step up as the king of hearts so that you can step up for your community, so that you can bring people together through love and through emotion and through familial connection, through relationships. If there's anyone who can make other people feel loved and feel heard and feel taken care of and feel important and feel seen, it is truly the royal hearts. But that being said, that is kind of a double-edged sword because, um, and I know, Alexis, we've talked about this before, being a king of hearts is not always the easiest plight, right? Stepping up in the realm of love, especially in this crazy, crazy world that we're currently in, not always the easiest thing to step up. Um, be like, like, it's not always the easiest thing to step up, period, when such fear and such hatred and such evil is like running rampant in our world to be a king of hearts and to step up in the name of love and family it's not an easy charge it's not it takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of strength it takes a lot of wherewithal it takes a lot of ambition it takes a lot of pride it takes a lot of confidence and confidence and luckily as kings you are bestowed with all of those things however it's becoming increasingly hard, I'm sure, in this world to grow up in a place where 
other people aren't really operating in the same way. And that's bringing me back around to the point that I wanted to make about the King of Hearts, which is this, that being a leader of love almost necessitates that you're kind of lonely in a way that you love because you love so hard with such purity, with such authenticity, with such genuineness, with such knowledge that this is the one true way that when others don't operate in the same way, it really hurts, doesn't it? Being a king of hearts, you're like, okay, here's the kingdom. This is the kingdom, the kingdom of love. Like, let's all operate within the kingdom of love. Here, I'm a leader. I'll show you how to love. And then nobody is doing that. And you're like, hello, guys. Like, like, where is, where's the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? Is that any of y'all's anthems? My dog's like, what? I know that song. Um, so that being said, if I can say it in a more simple way, king of hearts and other royal hearts, and all hearts in general, but especially royal hearts, have to deal with not understanding why other people can't love in the same way that they do. Sorry, y'all. My poor old puppy is getting really sick, and he's nearing the last few weeks, hopefully not just days of his life, but um, he's getting really sick and he's been hacking a bit. So sorry. Peep up. Come here, buddy. Can you lay down? You okay? You're all right. The point I was trying to make is that it's hard to be a king of hearts because you hope that you can rule in a certain way and teach about love in a certain way. And you have high expectations. I was trying to avoid using this, this terminology, but I can't. As a king, you have high expectations of others. You're like, this is my kingdom and this is how we operate in my kingdom. And when people aren't really operating in that way, you're like, uh, can you get out of my kingdom? Like, what the heck? And sometimes it's hard to have high expectations of love because while in some times that might lead to high standards of love and, and mean that you only accept like the truest and most authentic form of love and thus you find really pure, authentic, genuine love for yourself, which is awesome and definitely the highest manifestation of that card is holding others to high standards of love so that we can all love more and love better and, and be better citizens of the kingdom of love. However... It can also lead to being very dissatisfied, unsatisfied with the way that others choose to love and or not love. You're like, look how good I am at loving. Look how much I am a teacher and a master and a ruler and a leader of love. Isn't anybody else going to step up and love this much and love this authentically? But they don't. And that can lead to a very sad life for a king of hearts. I do know one king of hearts um, who has had a lot of like harsh, difficult times in his life. And he honestly kind of is along the lines of, of feeling like nobody will ever truly, like he will never truly be able to fall in love or experience love. He is a little bit afraid of love because he's been let down so many times. And I guess that's the essence of what I'm trying to connote if I haven't gotten that across yet. 
it's easy to be let down as king of hearts because you are the king of hearts and you represent the, the ruler of love. You represent having learned all of the lessons of love, the culmination of all of the lessons of love. And when others don't live up to that, it can be really depressing. You're like, why does nobody love the way I do? Why does nobody care as much as I care? And that is not an easy pill to swallow. However, as the king of hearts, it is your plight to keep loving that authentically, that ambitiously, that hugely, that humongously, that tremendously, despite the fact that nobody else can live up to that too. Okay? With that being said, I'm going to move on to y'all's ruling card. As Libras, you are ruled by Venus. As Libras, those of you who are born on September 24th, Y'all are ruled by Venus, the planet of love and beauty and passivity and receptivity of accepting love, receiving love, accepting beauty and aesthetics and receiving beauty and aesthetics. You're very open people who can receive a lot of love and beauty, and that is how you can enact the love and beauty through your king of heartsness. Now, your second card, the six of hearts that I'm talking about, the reason it is your second card is because it is your Venus card. If you were the king of hearts that was ruled by Mercury, if you were a Gemini or a Virgo king of hearts, which you can't even be a Gemini king of hearts. So the only day where you could be a Mercury ruled king of hearts would be a, a month and two days ago. So uh, August 26th. People born on August 26th are King of Hearts and King of Diamonds because King of Diamonds is their Mercury card. If you are a King of Hearts ruled by Mars, you would be a King of Hearts and a Four of Clubs. But y'all are ruled by your Venus card because you are ruled by Venus as Libras. And Libra is this sign of, of air, of communication uh, with others on a one-on-one -on -one basis. It is like um, of companionship. And I didn't mean to say that it's of communication. Mercury is of communication, but, but Libra is a sign of companionship since it's about equality. You know, Libra is represented by the scales. Um, equality on both sides. And I didn't know until a couple of years ago when somebody was giving me a little reading and I'm a Libra rising. And so they said, because you're a Libra rising, you're really focused on companionship and that equality, that equanimity, equanimity, <laughs> um, that equality is really balanced by you're one person, so you need another person. So Libras are really oriented in relationships, which totally makes sense how you guys are double hearts who were born on this day. So your Venus card, that all being said, your Venus card is the six of hearts, and that is your other main card. Now, the six of hearts, oh, I'm smiling so big, represents the balance of love, which makes so much sense since you are Libras, right? Balance and ruled by Venus, which is the planet of love. So the six of hearts represents the balance of love, but other things that six represents. So six, when you look at a six card, it has three on one side, three on the other side, right? So six represents balance. It represents harmony. It represents equality. It represents responsibility because it's our responsibility to balance. And it represents some other things that, that 
that are kind of in the realm of balance, such as stability. Like when we're balanced, we have extra stability. But on the negative side, this stability and balance can turn to stubbornness and the inability to like move. So just looking at this list of people uh, whose birthdays it was on September 24th, um, I'm just smiling to myself thinking, yeah, y'all probably totally understand what it's like, right, to deal with stubbornness um, and and this stability that's so drastic, like six is so balanced and so strong and so stable that it's not easy to budge a six. Sixes can be really hard-headed. I like to say about sixes that they think that if one brick is loose, it means the whole house is going to fall down because they're so like obsessed with stability and stuck in stability that any threat to stability is like, ah, you think it's like a hurricane when it's just a little breeze. So as sixes, and I'm also a six though, I'm the six of clubs. Um, as sixes, we've got to realize that like one little threat to our stability is not going to bring the whole house tumbling down. Okay. Um, and for y'all, you are the six of hearts. So that stability is represented through the way that you love and your emotional self. So you might be concerned with like the stability of your emotions and any threat to your emotional stability makes you feel like you're just blowing in the dang wind. So probably what's like a part of the plight of being a six of hearts is to be able to balance and create harmony in your emotions and in your emotional self, like no matter the tumult of the waves of emotions that are coming at you and through you. Now, my mom is also a six of hearts and she is very much like I have seen her, you know, we all see like every side of our moms. And I saw, you know, a lot of my mom's emotional instability uh, blowing her about um, at, in my younger life because one little thing would go wrong and all of a sudden she is just storming around. And we're like, hey, just because someone opened your bag of chips does not mean that you should just go on this emotional turmoil rampage. So if any of y'all can relate to that as six of hearts, please know that it's just part of your plight. You're going to feel knocked off balance emotionally, but it's part of your lesson to be an instrument of the restoration of this harmony, of this balance emotionally, of the balance of love. And what you can use to remember that is just to remember that like love is the only ultimate thing. You know what love is. You are leaders of love. You know how to balance love and you know what you need to balance love. So don't allow yourself to be blown off course. If you can remember in your mind that being a six of hearts means that you're kind of going to be easily um, rendered unstable by emotional shit that goes down, excuse my language. If you can remember that and you can recognize that, then the next time that it happens, hopefully you can say, okay, look, I understand that I'm a six of hearts, that I'm obsessed with being emotionally balanced and that any threat to my emotional balance makes me feel totally outrageous. But then if you can remember that and realize that that is your pattern, hopefully it can stop you from allowing that outrage to overcome you. And one thing I wanted to mention also is that since six represents balance and the responsibility that we have to balance, so that as a six of hearts, like it is your responsibility to retain balance in love. And what goes along with the responsibility of sixes to balance things is also the negative side. It doesn't have to be negative, but 
In this case, I'm going to talk about it in this way. It is our responsibility to balance as sixes. So what happens when we do not take the responsibility to balance in the way that we should? Karma comes in. Karma comes in and balances it for us. When we don't take the responsibility to balance the things that we should, karma comes in and balances things for us. So I am a six of clubs and where my karma comes in is through my communication. The number of times I have bitten my tongue and eaten my words, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's my plight. Y'all's plight is the balance of love. If you are doing things that are not balancing your emotional self, you're pining after that person that you know is not right for you, well, that's not going to work out. That is going to bring karma at your butt so fast. You, y'all know for yourselves what are the ways that you are good at balancing love and then what are the ways where you are perpetuating your imbalances of love, right? You know best for yourself how you do that, okay? So that being said, I hope that you can move forward knowing that it is your job to balance yourself emotionally, to balance your love, to balance the way that you give love, to balance the way that you receive love, to balance how you represent love in your communities, to balance your relationships in your family and your friends and your peers and your coworkers, and that you have this tendency to get really emotionally, blah, but you're the only one who control that, can control that. And the more that you allow yourself to be emotionally outrageous and off balance, the more that's going to come back and that karma is going to kick you in the butt. So how are you allowing your emotions to get the better of you? How is that demonstrated through what you've been doing in your life the past few days, past few weeks, past few months, past few years, your whole life? Try to... Try to work towards understanding where your emotional balance comes from, finding your emotional center, and working towards that balance in every moment that you can. When you feel yourself being a little emotionally off balance, therein lies your chance to regain your emotional center, to recenter in your emotional wellness. Now, when we put your two main cards together, the king of hearts plus the six of hearts. This is where the mathematical nature of this stuff comes in. I'm taking king of hearts, which is number 13 out of 52, because in the 52 cards, there are 13 hearts, then 13 clubs, then 13 diamonds, then 13 spades. It always starts with the ace, and then it moves two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, jack, queen, king. So the king of hearts is number 13. And is the last heart representing all the culminations of all of the lessons of love. Now, the six of hearts is number six because the hearts are the first suit, right? So we're going to take 13 plus six, and that makes 19. And 19 is the number of the six of clubs. Since you are kings, when you add a king to anything, it's just going to take it up 13. So it's going to take it up to the next suit of the same number. That being so, that means. And since y'all are the first suit, the king of hearts, that means you take up everybody one suit. The king of clubs would take somebody up two suits to the same number, which is halfway across the deck. So the king of hearts plus the queen of hearts would make the queen of clubs. The king of hearts plus 
the six of clubs would make the six of diamonds. The king of hearts plus the three of diamonds would make the three of spades. The king of hearts plus the four of spades would make the four of hearts. If I said all that right. But basically it's just math is what I'm trying to get across to you. It's literally just math. And when I add those two cards together, your king of hearts plus your six of hearts, you get the six of clubs. And the six of clubs is my card. And that is your Dharma card. If you can utilize the highest essences of the king of hearts, ruling love and being a leader of love, a master of love, the way you love, the way you portray love to others and to yourself and emotional wellness, the way that you love and respect and make others feel seen and heard and important when you can utilize the high side of that card and you can combine it with emotional balance, emotional stability, the stability and harmony of love and relationships and community, the high side of the six of hearts. When we combine those, it creates the dharma of the six of clubs, the messenger of truth. This is also called the card of the channel, the card of the mystic the card of the occultist, the card of the magician. The six of clubs is the messenger of truth because six, again, represents this balance and clubs represent the way that we communicate and the way that we express ourselves. So the highest caliber manifestation of your two cards on y'all's birthday is September 24th. Blessed your be your little souls is the six of clubs, the messenger of truth. Because if you can find stability in what you love and and who you love and how you love, and you can also be a master at portraying that and making other people feel that, therein lies your special ability to help people understand the truth through the way that you express yourself. I would love to talk to any of you more about this at any point if you would like to. I love you so much. Happy belated birthday to you. I'm sending you love and peace. Satnam. Namaste. Create your own luck today and every day. Happy birthday.